Hey, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and to have fun every time you listen. All right, y'all, here we go. All right. Good morning. Good morning. We're all here. We're deep into summer here. Ugh. And we are hot and sticky North Carolina, <laughs> where no one's ever happy with the weather. And today <laughs> we are going to talk about stylish and kid-friendly home design. Yes. Near and dear to my heart. Well, I feel like every anyone in the thick of it with kids, this is a topic they have at least considered. Yeah. So what's happening on the home home front? Summertime stuff. Camps. Swimming. Our kids are in carpentry camp this week. I love that. It makes our DIYer hearts real happy. They're, I mean, they have to. JC was a carpenter. JC was a carpenter. (laughs) They have to like help saw the wood and drive the nails in and all the things. All I'm hearing is cutting fingers off left and right. That stresses me out. You would be, you would be, you wouldn't feel that way only if you saw the camper to counselor ratio. I feel like it's like almost one to one. Right. It's very high. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, Otherwise, that would be stressful. Pricey. It's not inexpensive. Is it? Yeah, no. Well, that's fair. I mean, the good ones, the good ones are pricey. And carpentry week, even at this camp, is more expensive than the other. Oh, I'm sure. But they love it, and they're building birdhouses. Extra insurance on that week. <laughs> yeah, right. For the no people. doubt. They're building birdhouses, which is exciting. Joe was going to build new ones with them. He built the ones that we currently have. I love y'all. Like, I was on a trip, I feel like a work trip, and I get home, and Joe was like, well, we pounded out some birdhouses with scrap wood. I was like, of course you did. I so, love that, though. A little more detail to that story. We They came home from their first carpentry camp a couple years ago with two dog beds for Titan. And dog- they were made <laughs> out of, made wood, out of wood. They did oh, no, have they had cushions. Oh, cushions. I was like, get comfy on your plywood, Titan. But Titan's a big dog. He's a big boy. He couldn't fit in both of those beds and put they together. Were, they were very heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have like a hundred stuffed animals. They couldn't just have a stuffed animal bed. Uh, you think I was going to let them put those big giant plywood? No. As soon as I said it and I saw your face, I was like, nope, those are in the garage or in the trash. We told them we could donate them to doggies who needed the beds. Where, that did didn't you do happen, that? no. So those, Girls, if you're listening, they're in the trash. <laughs> they uh, sat in the garage for a little while, uh-huh. and I got asked about every week what oh. what we were going to do with them. And by I, Tasha or by the girls? The, the girls. girls. And oh. Tasha went out of town. I did a little research on birdhouses, and oh. we converted their dog beds nice. into he's, birdhouses. He's circle like of life. That. I like that. And we had a whole nest of chickadees. This, I mean, if, if you follow me on Instagram stories, you saw those little chickadees. <laughs> I thought you were going to say chickens, yeah. and I was like, and I had to retool my brain when you said <laughs> yeah. chickadees. chickadees. The year chickadees. before, we had blue birds, not blue jays, but blue birds. They're smaller. Oh, blue birds are lovely. Blue jays are terrible. Well, chickadees are my favorite birds. They're so. the, are they like... The tiny ones? They're the tiny ones with the little black caps on their head. Aww. They are the cutest. I don't love birds, but you know. I know. You me. don't love birds, but but Mm-mm. our girls have been very pumped about the birdhouses. So the fact that that was one of the options for Carpentry Week felt like a big win for us. I want them to grow up and have their own, like, DIY show. I they like know. carpentry. and uh, They're very well-rounded. Painting. Like, yes, they're good. You guys are inspiring them. So <laughs> they maybe will let you guys be on their show, too. <laughs> well, that's awesome. All right. Are we ready for our... Game. Newlywed game? I'm ready. Oh, All right. Well, it's summer, so I'm going to ask a summer question. Oh, so Tasha's going to answer the way she thinks Joe would answer yes. the question and vice versa. Okay. We have to review the instructions. Every time. Every week. Because I can't Nobody can remember straight. how it works. <laughs> okay. What is Joe's least favorite thing about summer? Ooh. Least favorite thing about summer. Mm. Mm. I, you know, I don't, I think this isn't necessarily true in this, in the true summer, but I would say at the beginning of summer, how often he has to mow the grass. Once it gets real hot, it slows down. But early summer days, right. which I guess technically is spring, but here in the great state of North Carolina, it feels like summer. So we don't get a lot of So spring. I call it summer. So I would say the frequency of the grass mowing. All right. I could say I, I'd like taking care of my grass. So I probably, you know, I probably wouldn't have said that, but it's. Oh. <laughs> He does. He <laughs> takes great pride in his grass, as he should. It looks remarkable. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's a Thank large you. expanse. Thank you. Green lawn. Yeah. Look, you just, this is the Made best compliment you could have given him. He's going to live on that all day. I'm uh, sitting a little higher right now. Side note, 
he loves it so much that when we first had, like, he killed off all the old grass. Sure. He reseeded. I mean, so he really did grow it from scratch. It's almost like growing a human, but it was growing grass. <laughs> but it's grass. So <laughs> as someone who's grown a human, it's it not the same. It was pretty job. much there in two weeks, not <laughs> yeah. nine months, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but he, Halloween was coming up. And he 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 put crime tape up around oh, our yard uh-huh. so that no one would walk on it. I thought he was going to say like some sort of shocking mechanism. And but... when we went to the neighborhood Halloween party that night, people we were this was years ago. So we were still fairly new, and they were like, "What house are y'all in again?" And I would say, "Well, we're on the corner of this street and that street." And they were like, "Oh, the one with the that you you roped off the yard with the crown." I was like, "Yes, yes that's yes, us. That's us. The unfriendly now, house." Yep. Yeah. Our I mean, it was served a purpose. That's it's amazing. Its purpose, and it we did. have a neighbor who's a sh- retired sheriff, and he happened to have some old. Oh, just laying around. Yeah, I like that. Anyway, and well, we have nice grass, but um, and we don't. We pay our neighbor to take care of it because he's got a lawn service, and we like him very much, and it makes our lives much easier. But um, I guess it's like we also have a lot of clover mixed mm-hmm. in and stuff, and just it's just not it's not uniform grass like yours, but it's pretty from it's like good from far, but sure, far from good. it's green. Yeah, so my friend was walking by and he goes, "Did you get the mixed bag of leftovers on grass seed?" <laughs> I was like, "At least it's green. Your yard looks terrible." <laughs> and then I felt bad. <laughs> so what? So what is your answer if it's not the grass? Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad we just really built right. him up there because that was good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So I guess I think mine's probably going to be similar to yours. I, well, the only thing I'd say is that I, I really like summer, but just because the girls I already are don't off, think it's going to be similar to Tasha's. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the face she just made. But it, it seems like, especially when we're deep in projects and stuff, Oof. the heat. It's not great. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to be motivated <laughs> to go out there. You, yeah, it, it's, it's like once you get a little bit used to it, but the getting used to it oh, is the hardest part. I feel like I never get used to it. Every time I walk outside, I'm like, oh, here we are again. It feels like being punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even live in the deep south. I don't. God bless them. No, Mm-mm. that's a hard pass for yeah. me. So I, can't, the, I can't go further. Well, as they say, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. <laughs> that's, what, that's what people always it say. It is true. It is yeah. true because when I... Especially in storm season. Yeah. Oh, gosh. When I traveled out to Salt Lake City, Utah, which is beautiful, it was like 105 degrees and I didn't even sweat. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing ever. I'll take it. Uh, oh, I'd take it anyway. Yeah. All right. So what's Tasha's favorite? The heat. Oh, her I least mean, favorite. Wait, right? Sorry, I'm not for another question. Least favorite. Yeah. I apologize. The heat. Oh, the heat. See, but I get used to it. She does not. I am a sweater. Let me be clear. This, I probably should not, like, I have been asked if I had just been swimming. <laughs> this actually <laughs> happened when I was in You're law like, school nope. and I'm on the bus and it's hot. It's nine bajillion degrees out. And, you know, I've walked with oh, yeah. 900 books to the – and I was Sounds sweating. Awful. And my friend on the bus goes, oh, did you just go swimming? And I was like, nope, this is sweat. I should have been like – Swimming in yes, sweat. Yes, I did go swimming. Anyway, the heat – for someone who has spent her entire life in the South, it it does not sit well with me. But Joe's Italian. Like, his people are from a hot place. They are. Mine apparently are not. <laughs> Nordic, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so he nailed it. Oh, well, nice work. Once again, you guys know each other so well. (laughs) All right. So before we move on, everyone, make sure, please, that you're subscribing to Colorful Conversations on whatever app you listen to and leave us a review. And if we read it, then you'll get a little swag. You will. This week, we have a featured review from Elizabeth. This review made me so happy. And I think uh, this isn't, you You may not know this part, but the headline of it was, stop what you're doing and listen. And I was I like, like, oh, that. Elizabeth, you oh, made my day. Yes. All right, carry on. All right. Elizabeth says, what a refreshing podcast Colorful Conversations has been when it comes to all things home and life. I find myself laughing, nodding my head right along with the conversation, learning something new and viewing my home in new ways. Hearing the viewpoints of Tasha, Joe, and Tia makes this podcast that much more unique and worth the listen. Thanks, Elizabeth. So we are going to reach out to you. I'm not really sure how. It occurred to me, like, can you just respond to some? I think I can respond to her review. That is an excellent question. I I still haven't read any reviews. Oh, they're so fun to read. But it occurred to me. Oh, how, how, like, I don't have an email address for it, but I think if I respond to her comment, hopefully she'll see that. And we can yeah, I would think that would get it going. But also, Elizabeth, if you're listening, just hit us up 
email us, podcast at colorfulconversations.com, so we can get your information to send you a free copy of Designer in a Binder. Woo-woo. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. ready to, are we ready to dive into this kid-friendly and style and how to make everything happy together? Yes. Let's do it. So happy together. Oh, boy. Lovely. We went See, there. Sorry, I started with the heat is on and now she we did. went there. It's all over. That was, all right. That's really pretty, though. I like that. That sounded good it? in the headphones. Because I feel like I always sound like a dying chicken. I like that I got really quiet, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I have a few, like opening comments on this topic. I think a lot of people think that style and kid-friendly are mutually exclusive. Like, you can't have both. And so, I feel like a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to wait to decorate my house until my kids are older. (laughs) 18 years. Which makes me very sad. Yeah. But also, I feel like, well, thankfully, I don't feel like we're living in the world of, like, plastic couch covers and fancy rooms that people don't go in anymore. No, we had three of those growing up. No, no you didn't. We didn't have plastic couch covers, but we had the, we called them the front rooms. You didn't go in them. I, well, I mean, we couldn't, like, play in them. I could only practice piano. <laughs> uh, we would eat fancy dinners in the dining room. But there was no, like, doing your art on the dining room table. And then the living room, I mean, we had to walk through it, but you didn't get to, like, chill in it. There was no TV or anything. But I grew up in an old house with a parlor. So it was the living room, the parlor, and the dining room. She's so fancy, y'all. My word, young lady. (laughs) It wasn't fancy. I think it was just the time that it was. It was was similar to Lindley Park. So it was like a, you know, there was like random, random rooms. Yeah. The the library. Yeah. Entertaining rooms. The billiard room. Exactly. Can you tell we've been playing the board game Clue a lot? Oh, my kids were playing with the babysitter when I left. It is is so, it is the first board game that my kids can play that I truly love so much. Anyway, it is, it's a good one. Um, so I would say if you're thinking, well, I'll just wait till my kids get a little older and aren't going to break things to decorate, please don't. That makes me very sad. And I personally feel like this is a little bit of a soapbox. I feel like there are huge benefits to teaching kids uh, not to color on walls or couches or break things. <laughs> and I really feel like <laughs> Tia's like cowering in the corner. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Your kids don't do that. Um, after Van was born, I discovered that Alice had taken – she's the smartest evil genius ever. She did it with a pencil so you could only see it in certain light. And oh, gosh. And she, like, traced her hand in places. And <laughs> she wrote his name really big right behind where he would sit in the dining room. But, like, because it's pencil, you can't – and she did it very light. I had only – I saw it one day and I was like, oh, my God. She wrote on my wall. Yeah, both my kids have written on walls. Yeah. But ha- mm-hmm. do you feel like you had said to her before, like, we only write on paper? I'm sure I've never said that. See, I, I feel have like... since said that. Well, sure. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we, maybe we do a bit more preempting, but I do feel like, you know, Joe and I both feel like they live in the house too. And it's even when they were little, like, it is all of our jobs to take care of this yes. house. So... I do do think, and we're going to go through, like, some actually, like, practical tips in terms of things you can do to make things more durable and more kid-friendly. But I don't think you should just totally skip out on adding your style or your touch to your house because you have kids. And maybe they'll write on it in pencil. It'll be okay. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I really do think kids are more capable of, like, if you actually have the discussion. I mean, we've never had coloring on walls it's we've discussed this on pretty much every podcast we live in different we live with different children but well we do we have sharpie on the floor we have paint on the floor oh yeah (laughs) we try to get the messy stuff outside like the garage or driveway i don't feel like we've ever given the girls something like here's a new paint set without discussing the rules before they ever dive into it that's smart well i and, and so I do think that they are fairly tidy people anyway. They are. I mean. But I do feel like when they get face painting, we say, here are the rules with face painting. Now, that went out the window when the scissors came out and they gave each other haircuts. That happened. <gasps> did they? Yeah, they did. I like that. Thanks, Thank you. you. Thanks for the reminder. Sweet baby angels cut their hair. That makes me feel better. <laughs> the best part is, at least bangs were like maybe oh. an inch long. And I was like, oh, gosh. And she goes, what were they, three maybe? Yeah, they're three pretty and a young. Half. They're pretty young. Atlee goes in the bathroom mirror to look. and Because she, she's like, what? And I was like, your hair. 
She goes in and she goes, I like it. And I was like, fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Alice never cut her own hair. Van did, but it was like on the top of his head. <laughs> so he just slid the scissors and went. Well, they did it to each other. Luckily, the portion of Avery's hair that Atlee cut just wasn't very noticeable. Mm-hmm. But in their defense, I don't think we ever said, don't cut your hair. Yeah. A little barber time. I mean. Yeah. I mean, why not? Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for saving me money, guys. But I just, I feel like there's a way to embrace it and to actually, like, incorporate ki- your kids' stuff in your decor in a way that's totally cute, that makes them have a bit more ownership and, like, yeah, just want to take care of it because it's part of the house as a whole. So and those are my opening comments. They do have some, they've come home with some really cool art projects that. Yes that end up in on the wall and they get framed and i mean i think they'll they've been up for a while i think we've changed them out every now yeah. and then but they've like done that. yeah so i've saved a bunch of stuff it's in a it's in a bin <laughs> <laughs> but waiting it, to be framed but, but you also have things hanging on your wall we do we do with yeah. tape that's not allowed in our house just well. seen <laughs> <laughs> or what was that old uh that stuff you used to washi tape no the blue yeah. stuff yeah that used it's to like roll putty. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like putty. That's putty. what we used oh, to use when I was like, a kid. Oh, yeah. That, oh, like, I, just, shoes. I just taped right, everything right up on my them. My parents had no no rules about what you could put on your walls. That is shocking to me. Uh-huh. No we could do whatever we wanted in our rooms. That I get, but the tape. I decorated my own room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. I think my mom was like. Did you go to the parlor and I get give a few up. things yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. She, now the, we're, the parlor was hers. <laughs> we're going to give you all actual real tips now. All right, my biggest tip is stylish storage. And here's here's how you have to think of it. You got to hide the ugly because let's this is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Kids stuff, especially if they're like four and under, it's all the bright primary colors. And I get it, like brain development, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But it is so ugly. It is very hard to incorporate it. So you just have to cleverly store it, keep it organized, but you can do it in really, really cute furniture pieces. Natasha loves a bin. I love a bin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you we've hate got, bins, right? No, I love bins. Oh, Anthony hates it because it's a dump. You yeah. just dump everything. Oh. But we've got, you know, the basket bins with the weaving and we've got the fabric bins. Wicker. Wicker. Yeah. The Wh- wicker. With the weaving. We've got wood bins. <laughs> and we've got every kind of you got bin, all the bins. shapes, sizes. I like we've it. Got lots we of do, bins. but they're not. Here's one thing I think a lot of people make the mistake of doing. They think, okay, well, these are kids' items. And so they gravitate towards storage that is meant for kids' yes. items. And P.S., that's almost, it's usually as, as ugly. ugly as the toys. Yes. So you don't do that. Like, go to the adult section. So, for example, um, tell the people about how we store our, the people, y'all are the people. the people, tell our friends, tell our friends about how we store all of our board games. So this is pretty cool. We have a, um, is it an ottoman or a no, bench? No, well, I would call it an upholstered bench. All right. So it's an upholstered bench. It actually looks pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. from Target. Yeah. Turquoise but it's, one. yeah, it's yep. like probably meant for like an adult's bedroom, like maybe something to be at like the foot of a bed, I would say. So they have an adult art table in their little play area Mm -hmm. and so it's a big table that they have to spread out on and so this bench is what they have to sit on and it opens up and has a pretty pretty decent size storage area oh yeah Yeah. it's a big and so we've got board games you know card games just about every game stored in this i mean and we don't have a small amount of board games and really i would say 90 percent of them fit in there yeah we can kind of fit like two rows you know side by side of these stacked up yeah Yeah. right that is a big bench that's a nice bench and it's a nice looking bench like to walk in our house Mm -hmm. you would look at it and think oh what a cute like seating option you wouldn't even realize it opens to hide the ugly I feel like I need a shirt now that says just hide the ugly. Hide the ugly. <laughs> but you wouldn't know it because it just looks like we purposely picked that seating for their art table. But it Do has they ever open all it in storage. Put weird stuff in there? Sometimes. I found some. They're going through a phase now where they really like to draw things and then cut them out and like give each other. They call them like presents. But a lot of little pieces of yeah. paper. They like here. tape things together yes. and make. Their own form of origami, maybe. (laughs) So sometimes I'll find those in there. But for the most part, that's just the board games. Yeah, that's good. The other thing, I could go on and on. I feel like this is a whole other topic. But I feel like when we say, go get Clue, it is reliably in the upholstered bench where it belongs. And they can reach it. 
it's not yeah. my own shelf. So. so that is like they have ownership of that. I'm mm-hmm. not put. I'm not getting the board game out. I'm not putting it away either. Like that is your job. It is. Yeah, it's fully within your reach. It's not like anyway, but it's super stylish. Like it looks like it belongs in our family room, mm-hmm. but it's really functional storage for them. What else do we have? So we have this coffee table that kind of has a lid that opens up, and Uh we don't eat and watch TV a lot. It's like a – that would be like a special occasion. It's a a treat in our house. And so it opens to where it forms like a um, (laughs) – what do you call it? She thinks it's so funny. Uh, It like – we'll we'll include a link to it in the show notes, which you can find at kaleidoscopeliving.com slash podcast. But it basically – the top is almost split in two, and it is like – on a hinge that lifts up and towards you. So picture like you could, when it's in the up position, you could like set your laptop on and work on it or set plates on it. It gets it up much higher and back towards you if you're sitting on the couch. It's amazing. So yeah, it's a good place. And it, you know, if they're actually drawing and instead of leaning out over the table, they can use this or to eat, to bring their food and drinks closer, which, you know, like I said, we do every once in a while. So that works out pretty there well. There are a lot of rules surrounding that, as you can imagine. Yeah. There's yeah. no milk. We were not taking milk into the family. Uh, yeah. And there's storage inside it. Yes. So we have, you know, like remotes can get put in there. and That's good. Then your dog doesn't eat your remote. Well, dogs aren't supposed to eat remotes. <laughs> our, our last dog ate about 10 remotes. Oh, and what in God's The new name? one, the new dog. Likes a remote. Loves a remote. I think it's because you hold it. Oh. Or, you know, it's got, it smells They're like, like, this is amazing. Like, this is clearly a <laughs> yeah, that's good though. We would like to have that. <laughs> Maybe they just like to watch Jeopardy and uh, you know try and get that TV, that, that weird glowing thing to come on. He does like TV. He likes to watch TV. Oh, we also have like grown-up baskets, like just pretty baskets that they put their shoes in. So Atlee has a mm-hmm. basket for her shoes, and Avery had because of course they don't wear the same size shoe. Of course not. That would be too not. easy. It would be no. too easy. Um, and then one of the other things that kind of happened by accident is we have it was an. It's just an inexpensive Ikea mulm, I think that's how you pronounce it, mulm dresser that used to be in my office. And when we got the new sectional for the family room, there's enough space behind one section that you, like, you you really kind of need a console table mm-hmm. back there so to put, like, a lamp on and put your sleepy time tea at night. But it also has, you know, four drawers on each side. Okay. And so... I didn't realize that's what was back there. Yeah. Yeah. It, Exactly. It's so like ninja storage. So we have what, puzzles, all their puzzles are DVDs, in which I know are going out, but <laughs> we still got a bunch. So we they're, do too. they're in there. Yeah. So, and there's a puzzle drawer and there's a DVD drawer and it's all organized. And again, they know if I want a puzzle, it's that's where I get it. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, that's where I put it back. Right. <laughs> so anyway. And it's not seen you know or they're not out on a shelf or yes exactly we still have stuff in our den which is so silly because i mean i have an almost five-year-old and he's not playing in the den but um yeah i keep thinking i really need to move that stuff well but it's just but you have those nice built-ins that's where we got built-ins specifically to like there's like the ones with like the graded doors almost like a radiator yes so that which matches our house so that and, like, DVDs and puzzles and games all go in there. Um, See? The DVD situation, I wish we'd just get rid of them because the kids get in there and paw through them. And Anthony likes them in a very certain way. Oh. So about once a quarter, he freaks out. <laughs> he rips them all out, and then he puts them back in. But I do – I mean, it is nice. We like that it's all hidden. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hide the ugly. I yeah. mean, mission accomplished. And that dresser behind our couch, A, most people don't know it's back there. <laughs> you just think I it's a console a desk. table. I don't know why I thought there was a desk At right one there. point in time, there was a desk. Okay. I don't go in that room very much either. No, we don't work in that room. <laughs> but this is a dresser, super functional storage, super so inexpensive. And even if you did know it's back there, it looks like an adult item. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not thinking kid storage, but it, in fact, it really is all kid items that are stored in there. But when you have kids, I feel like 90% of the stuff in your house is are, falls into the category of kid items. Yeah, yeah well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, tip number two again. <laughs> <laughs> Which would technically be three. Yeah, no. No? This, this really is tip number two. Oh, okay. Right, right. The, mm, sorry. I mean, it's, what day are we? What, Thursday? It's Thursday. Oh, Thursday. I mean, it, we're, we're on, yeah. we're going downhill. We're going on fumes. 
Um, okay, so tip number two is once you've hidden the ugly, which I will tell you, if that's the only step you follow, then you will be just light years ahead of yes. most people. Um, choose, be smart when you're choosing your fabrics. There is a way to do this, especially now. Like, our, I feel like our parents' generation did not have the fabric choices that we have now. Plaid? <laughs> no. Chintz. Do you remember what chintz is? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a- Laura Ashley. Oh, girl. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so you want to be smart about fabric. So there are a lot of super durable and easy care choices these days. You know, there's a vinyl, like vi- um, the new bar stools on our kitchen, which we'll include a link to in the show notes. Those are, they look like kind of a cream colored leather. It's not, it's vinyl. I mean, you can just wipe it off. They could. Not that we have Kool-Aid, but they could spill Kool-Aid on it and wouldn't matter. Um, then there's, it's usually called like ultra suede or certain brands. Like microfiber? Yes. Thank you. Microfiber. Mm-hmm. I think Pottery Barn calls it like their performance suede or something like that. That is really, most people don't realize it. It's basically made of polyester. The fibers are made of, y'all, you pretty much can't stain polyester. We, we had our old couch. Like, people either love this or hate this fabric because of the texture. Yeah. Like my sister-in-law cannot, she's like, I cannot touch it. It grosses oh, me out. so It's a very specific texture. You know how it kind of, yes. you can rub it one way or the other? It's kind of like a rug. Like it yeah. does, it, if you rub it to one side, it's a slightly different, it kind of changes the color of it a right. bit. Yes. But I'm going to tell you, we about could do anything to that couch and it lasted forever. Oh, you totally The can. only thing that happens is it like wears out before you can ruin it. Like it gets like You feel like worn. it's worn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So funny story. Joe and I, when we were for, when we were just sweet little babies and we were just married, tender age of 24, maybe this is when we were 25, we finally were purchasing a couch and couches are expensive. And this was, this would have been like 2003 mm-hmm. and we decided to get a Pottery Barn sectional. So it was a real investment. We didn't even have kids. We didn't have kids. I mean, we were so far off from having kids. Our assessment of those fabrics, do you remember this? I do not. Joe was in Pottery Barn with the fabric samples, with his car keys, scratching them as hard as he could. Uh, so they were like, "Sarah, please leave." <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's the that's the fabric we got. It was like this microfiber, like I fake love suede, it. Yeah. and it. I will tell you, it was insanely durable, and basically nothing could stain it. Plus, and this is one of the other tips. I don't. Maybe we'll just skip right to it. Or maybe it was in the same one. So, yeah, all these, uh, the Pottery Slip Barn covering. one especially, but I think we've had Ikea ones too, that you could actually unzip them, take them all the way off, and put them in the washing machine Yourself. at home. Wait, that's at yeah. home. It is amazing. And yeah. we dry ours. You know, we dried ours. Yeah. yeah, we dried ours. And I will tell it's you. It's a little bit of a fight to get them back on. but Well, yeah, they sh- like ours is slowly creeping up from the floor where it hangs <laughs> <laughs> well, because it has a skirt on it. Yes. Because yes. it's the same as the one we have in Avery's room. But the Extort. Pottery Barn one, this will not surprise you. We were pretty good about staying on like a six-month rotation. And even if it didn't look dirty, which it never did, but even though I'm sure it was. Right. We washed it about every six months. That's smart. And it was a mate. Every time we washed it and put it back together, it looked like we had just yeah. brought it home yeah. from the store. It was pretty cool. And I think... <sighs> You know, even our furniture now has that option, too, where you mm-hmm. can take them apart. And, you know, I think you need to ask and make sure, can I put this in my wash, you know, in my like machine at, at home? home? I don't have to send it because when you start sending stuff out, that's. It yeah, if you send it to the dry cleaner, you might as well. That's yeah, expensive. Forget about yeah. it. But so there's like this microfiber suede option, twill, which is mm-hmm. what our Ikea couches are Ours made is, out of. Yeah. Um, denim velvet might surprise you. <laughs> denim doesn't always have to be <laughs> what T is clearly picturing. It doesn't have to look I just like shook my head. Doesn't like, have nope. to look like mom jean denim from 1980 <laughs> with pockets on the side. <laughs> um, but velvet is a surprisingly Ooh, durable. Option. I enjoy that. And actually, our new sofa, which again we'll link to for you in the show notes, it's called like a distressed velvet something. So when we were talking with the folks at West Elm about it, he was like, "Do y'all have kids?" And we were like, "We sure do." And he was like, "This is the fabric I would get," and I have been very, very happy with it so far. So be smart about your your fabric choices. Um, and bonus, if you can find a slip covered option, which so many stores offer these days. Just do it. It will be the best. Because then you're not even like your kid spills something on it. 
no big deal. If you don't want to disassemble and wash all the pieces at once, just wash that one piece. And I'm going to put a plug in here for the white Ektorp sofas from Ikea. Because everyone thinks, I'm not going to get white, you I was crazy getting ready fool. to say, because I, I know kids. you get comments about the white when we you had the white cr- Yeah, sofa. people are like, you have lost your mind. I'm like, no, it's the best thing ever because you can bleach it, mm-hmm. wash it, and then if you put, we've never had to do this. We've never had, shocking, we don't allow like food in their bedrooms, which is the only place that couch has ever lived. But if you, if you do get a stain, I mean... I'm not kidding. Like, put it out in the sun. Hmm. The sun will take care of that for you. Huh. And for the love seat, we have the Ektorp love seat in Avery. We've had it since before they were born. It was in their nursery, and now it's still in Avery's room. We we haven't had to use it yet, but when we purchased it, we purchased an extra slip cover. Yeah. Just in case. And it, it, it was cheap, too. It, it was, was like, like yeah, 10 bucks, $15 yeah. or something. It's still in her couch. I mean, in her closet. <laughs> In the packaging. <laughs> but so if you if you find an affordable one, like you may be thinking, I'm not I'm not crazy woman. I'm not getting the white. But I'm telling you, that's actually the recommendation I would make mm-hmm. as opposed to another color that you can't bleach, can't sit out in the sun to deal with stains. I think white is actually the smarter choice. Right. Oof, anyway. Oof. I think one thing, too, we didn't talk about yet is that we've used some pretty cool uh, products. That, yeah, that are out there that can help you protect the furniture as well. And so even if they are slip covered and you can wash them, there's yeah. some cool things out there that you can use to. Yes. So I use it's um, a Mohawk consumer product. It's um, I think it's called Fabric Guard. And it's, you know, kind of like a Scotch Guard is probably the name brand that most people would recognize. I'm a big fan of the Mohawk products. So that's what we use. But you can you can be you can be smart about it. Don't just bring it home, especially if you've invested in it. Don't just, (laughs) I guess, (laughs) don't just bring it home and hope for the best. I mean, there are some preventative measures you can take. For sure. We'll make cleanup easier in the event that there is a, an oopsie in your house. (laughs) Yes. It's, 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 you know, it's, my house is a little different with the, uh, just the mess level. Well, I feel like, and I'm not, this is not a bad thing at all. Like, sometimes I wish we were more relaxed. I feel like there are probably fewer rules in your house. Like, there are. They're allowed to, like, eat on the couch if they, like. Yeah, but there's certain things I have said you have to stop eating, like Pop-Tarts, because they explode. Like, oh. things like that. A Pop-Tart explodes? They just make a huge, they, okay. they make a huge mess. Okay. <laughs> I can't explain what happens, but when the kid gets up after eating a Pop-Tart, which it's. By nature, not does not seem like a messy. No, it doesn't. It's everywhere. Oh. Tiny little white bits everywhere. So there are the, I do have rules. Just so everybody Tia knows. does have her limits. Girl. I do have my limits. And it's Pop-Tarts on the couch. Years ago, Tia says to me, hey, how do you, <laughs> how do you get milk, m- milk stain? I don't even know. Dried milk off of furniture. Dried milk. Off, and I was like, I don't understand why off we're. Of wood ha- furniture. Why are we having this? I don't understand what you mean. Like, I literally did not understand the words coming out of her mouth. <laughs> These words don't go together. She was like, you know, like when milk splatters on your wood furniture. And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have a milk. I have two milkaholics. You do. And they carry when they would carry on sippy cups and because they're tornadoes, they would throw them. (laughs) And whatever was like just the tiniest little bit might spray out. Yes. And then it would be like on the leg of the chair or something. I mean, and it does dry and then it keeps, it's hard to get off. <laughs> it is, but Who I knew was, it was a problem uh, or not a problem. You would but. think we were like meeting each other on another planet right. for the first time because I was uh, like, we kind of are. <laughs> milk what? On where? I don't understand. But you're right. Sippy cups do kind of spray. Yeah, they have. Or that. when our girls used the ones with like straws and, and they flick them. Flick them on yeah, purpose. It's that yes. same kind of thing. Got it. Anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tip number three. Wait. Oh, mm, sorry. Stop. We have to first hear a word from our sponsor. I was just so excited. We're going to come right back for that tip number three, though. It's a good one. Today's episode is brought to you by Designer in a Binder, and it is happy news around here because now you can order a physical copy of Designer in a Binder. It will be shipped straight to your door. Now, lest you think otherwise, Designer in a Binder is not just a book. Designer in a Binder is really a shortcut. Inside Designer in a Binder is a system that teaches you how to think and design your home like an interior designer, but you get to do it all by yourself. So, 
The amazing thing about it is because you are going to be creating your own interior design plan, it is gonna be way more customized to what, to what your style is and what you like than an interior designer could ever hope to achieve. And it costs less than a one hour consultation with a licensed designer. So let's talk about what the physical version comes with. It includes a really pretty three ring binder that's really great quality. It includes custom tabbed pages and enough worksheets for you to complete six different spaces in your home. It also includes a clear zippered pouch where you can store things like paint samples and fabric samples or photos of things that you are loving. My favorite part is that it includes a reusable furniture scale like architects use so that you can draw out sample floor plans for any room in your house. This allows you to get the floor plan right on paper without having to drag heavy furniture all over the place. And for fun, it also comes with some stickers for you to use as you make plans for your home. To order your copy of Designer in a Binder, just visit designerinabinder.com. All right. Now you may say tip number three, Tasha. Thank you. Okay. So this is another big one. Y'all, you just have to carve out some space for your kids' stuff. And I believe even in the tiniest of houses, this can be accomplished. Okay. So I feel like when I express that tip, many people are going to be thinking, oh, I mean, like, it's not, not everyone has a dedicated playroom. We did for a while in this house. But in our last house, I mean, we had, what are those, basically like the jumperoos? Yeah. I mean, we had those in the like entryway to our dining room. Yeah. Because that's where we could fit them. Um, But in our current house, we did have a dedicated playroom when they were littler. And that can be great. Like that was lovely. However, as they got older, like four and five, they stopped playing in there. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a it was a big room and I, so I took it over as, as my home office. Yeah. <laughs> and so now what they have is like a carved out section of our family room. Like it's not, it's, you know, probably aesthetically, many people would say not ideal, but I feel like we've made it work. Like that's where the upholstered bench with their board games is. They have like an art table and some, we have some shelves on the wall that store some books and just random, like they have, we have Mm -hmm. bins with just, they're random treasures, if you will. That's where they get to throw their stuffy stuff, they call Mm -hmm. it. They, They do. They call it stuffy stuff. All the little tiny things. Oh, yeah. It's, it's their junk. stuffy stuff. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. God no. bless if you throw that away. You're going to die. In three months, they're going to be like, cut you. where was that necklace <laughs> yeah. and Pokemon card I traded for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but we've just tried to make it work. So, like, we have a piece of art above their their art table that says, <laughs> it's our family motto. Would you like to tell the, our friends what that is? Work hard. And be nice. Work hard and be nice. Solid. But I designed it myself and had it printed up. So it's like in the same colors as our family room. But I still feel like it makes sense in a kid's play area. Mm -hmm. And then on the wall opposite their art table is where we have, I can't remember the name of this Ikea storage system. Mm. Um, But it, Trofast. It's the Trofast system. And we'll link that for you. But I kind of. It's not the cutest looking system on its own. So it's not terrible. It's not. It's not terrible. But it has bins and that's kind of, they have like stuffed animals and Legos and just you know, stuff in there. Stuffy stuff. Stuffy stuff. <laughs> um, all their like little, they do love a figurine. And if it's a horse figurine, oh, I mean, it's they're, the animals. <laughs> they're very dinosaurs. It's got like little boys with the Legos and the. Yeah. Yes. So they, they do have, have their, Legos too. They Those, do. Yep. The I thought le- there went away when we got the Lego table. The, they, the, the big Legos went away. Yeah. But they, now they're into the little Legos. Yeah, they're like little um, sets. sets, I would say. Yeah. 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 Very familiar. Them. Like we oh, have yeah. a surf shop. I mean, it's very cool. So do they take them apart and put them back together? Like, <sighs> I know. Well, Alice you've did hit Harry- on, You've hit a hot button. Alice did Harry Potter. Her oh. and Anthony put Harry Potter together, which is no small feat. I believe it. And it's like... The Mac Daddy Lego set, <laughs> and she has had it since Christmas in her room, and it keeps getting, you know, you know, the tornado oh. hits that, and <laughs> it gets bumped, and pieces are everywhere, and she's been very resistant to taking it apart. Mm. This past weekend, her and Anthony had a big discussion, and oh. she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it apart. <laughs> I think I was getting on her nerves, because we yeah. didn't have it up high or whatever, but 
Van is like, it's of course, his are like together apart, together apart. Like it's all crazy stuff stuck together, but hers are much more like dedicated. Well, they bring all of theirs out and play with them. A lot. A lot. And so they've kept them together. We've tried to, we've got bins that they can use that they can kind of keep it together and just take a little bit of them But we apart. just bought the new bins. Yeah. And so that are slightly bigger. But anyway, so I mean, I think they should not take it apart every time, but I, you know, part of Interesting. putting them together is... Part of the fun, right? It is. Avery loves putting them together. But then they want to keep them together for a period. So just literally in our last trip to Ikea, we bought slightly bigger bins that will allow them to keep them assembled. Right. But put them away. Because they were living on the coffee table. I understand. And you know, it's so when we did the Harry Potter thing, I thought... We're going to glue this bad boy together and be done. Oh, oh. It is very controversial. If you ever <laughs> Google um, gluing Ooh. Legos, people are... They'll go crazy. Oh, my. Talk about hot button. I guess because Legos are meant to be taken apart and put back together. I mean, they're a toy. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, there's a lot of adults. But there are people that glue puzzles together and hang them on their walls. That's probably controversial, too. I, I don't so, yeah, think it's I think, as controversial as I think as what you do with your Legos in your house is your business. <laughs> and those other folks need to... <laughs> well, they're all taken apart at my house now. Anyway, <laughs> they, they, we have Legos, et cetera, et cetera right. in them. But I actually tra- I tried to make them look more adulty. Like I put a gel stain on the actual cabinet part yeah, itself. Yeah, nice. And then I spray painted the bins colors that actually match our family room. So, so they're not like light pink and they're lime. They're not primary colors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just have to be a little smart. I would, you just have to be creative and make it fit your decor. It is it is not complicated to do it. But don't think, well, I'm just going to be stuck with primary color storage for mm-hmm. kids' toys. No. Please don't do that. Hide the ugly, but do it in a stylish yeah. way. Right. And the table, I don't know if you said this, is actually like a door, a yeah. hollow frame door, which is cheap. Super yeah. cheap. And I and painted it. just pipe legs, which is also cheap. Well, and no, so- we got rid of the pipe legs. Oh, that's right. We, did <laughs> we got the, rid uh- of the pipe legs. We bought these old drawer bases off of Facebook Marketplace for like 20 or 30 bucks. Those, are, those things are awesome. They're yeah. amazing. I mean, I had to br- I had to repair them and, and paint them, but... That was part of hiding the ugly because we were sick of having their every gel marker Pen and pencil and... Yeah. and color pencils and so now they all have a home in the drawers yeah we have a lot of art supplies in oh our house. this is this is a major bone of contention anthony's like please stop buying markers <laughs> and i'm like but they use up you can't buy one marker at a time they right, use they up come you know sets. they come in sets bro i can't i don't let me contact crayola about that <laughs> But yeah, so, but here's the thing, giving your kid a dedicated space, it can be a corner in a room, it can be behind your sofa, I don't care where you put it, but that is kind of necessary to giving them ownership of their stuff and making sure they are taking care of it. Because imagine, imagine being four and every time you're told to put away your puzzle, it's going to a different place. Like it would be very confusing. Who, who could comply with that system? That isn't a system. It's not a system. That's yeah. a lack of a system. Yeah. Right. So, and even like, this hasn't been an issue since we renovated the kitchen. But in our last kitchen, we had a dedicated kitchen cabinet just for their art supplies. Mm-hmm. And even when they were three years old, they knew if they wanted to paint, that's where everything was. It's where their little smocks were. We had little hooks on the cabinet door. And that was their cabinet. Yeah. Like, that was Smart. their cabinet. So... You can you can absolutely do it. Our friend Margo, this is a this isn't an example with toys, but she has a small house. The bathrooms have like pretty much no storage, and so her kids have even her her little one who just turned four. They have like shower caddies. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, you're gonna say that. So you know when you go to college and you have to or you're in a dorm bathroom, you have a shower caddy, and that's how you Where care- do they put them when they under leave? their beds. They go under their bed. That's so interesting. Even, they're not even allowed to keep their toothbrushes and toothpaste in the bathroom. But here's the thing. That is the system. Right. And so once you know the they system. just do it. No one even thinks about it. Anyway, so carve out a space for your kid. I think it's a really, really nice touch to like maybe designate the area by like framing some of their artwork and putting it in that area. I love framing kids artwork. I'm a big fan. It's so pretty and colorful and carefree and it's carefree. Whimsical. It's like how art should be. Yeah. Like amazing and fun. We have probably most of the girls' artwork is in their 
bathroom, their gallery wall that we did in there. And I just think it gives your kids such like a sense of pride when they see Absolutely. like you've put it in a legit frame. It feels real, real cool and Absolutely. fancy. So anyway, um, designated spots for stuff. What else do we have? What other designated areas do we have in our house? Um, I guess so we... We use our whole house, I feel like. And, and I know some we people do. have like... No parlor. Yeah, no parlor. <laughs> and, you know, there's no bonus room or basement. We don't have either yeah, of those options. And so, I mean, it really, the girls have like, we have a cabinet kind of for their lunch food in the yeah, kitchen. They have a they have a pantry drawer. Yes. And so like, I don't know, we're just trying to make things easier for them, whether it's in the playroom or, you know, their area in there where they can go and find specific things for them and they're not going through everything that we have Digging. out as well Digging. exactly and so it's there we try not to mix like no. let them have their own space within this area I think it's smart it encourages it's, independence well yep. and like even i mean a simple thing like there are designated hooks for their backpacks in the coat closet mm-hmm. that's where the backpacks go um and they have the shoe bins in the coat closet. So, I mean, that's not necessarily toy stuff, but I feel like the toy stuff is really only half the battle. I mean, <sighs> your kids have a lot of stuff that aren't toys. The yeah. coats, the shoes. The coat, the... everything that comes home from school. Oh, it never ceases to amaze me. So I Agreed. The thing with the bins, like the bins, they just throw their shoes in there. But that's okay. That's, yeah. We have a family bin, but it's the same idea. Yeah. yeah and that's kind of, I was going to say, like, it's it takes twice as long to go and like put them in a specific spot for you know if they're each shoe pair of shoes had a specific yeah. spot so we just I, I feel like i'm hearing us talk about all this stuff and i'm thinking Oof, we're we're running a tight ship we <laughs> i've been saying that <laughs> yeah i'm hearing it now and we do but that hey, i that's... love it this is like oh my god we're in a therapy session yeah he's like whoa but we might need that, but, but we're, we're easy with the shoes. Very, <laughs> we're the Von Traps. We, no. we wear whistles around our necks. <laughs> no, your kids are very good at following. They the, enjoy they a like system. the system. They do. Like in our house, the shoe system is a bin, and everyone throws their shoes in. Well, we had to move it outside of the den because of the the new dog. We have a sixteen month old puppy who loves to chew up a shoe. At one point, like every shoe I had had bite marks in it. <laughs> And um, so now my kids stand on this side of the gate and kick their shoes, yeah, over the gate into the bin, but then they bounce off the white wall. So now there's like black marks and it's... (laughs) They also throw their toys into that bin if they don't want the dog to get it, but they don't want to throw it in the hall because they know they're going to get in trouble. Well, they're so probably they, going to excel at athletics yeah, because of all the like hand-eye they coordination. They are very coordinated. They are. <laughs> but it's not unlikely to get a shoe outside the bin. Let's just put it that way. But um, Well, yeah. our bin, if you look inside the bins, it's a mess. It's a hot, right. it's a hot mess of but shoes. But you close the door and you don't see it. I have one that's very good with system and one that's very terrible at system. And so – I think you guys just like hit the jackpot with two that follow systems really well. They do. Van could care less about a system. And Alice is like, give me all the systems. Give me all the systems. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I mean, you have to tweak this depending on your own family. But for us. Let them kick their shoes in the bed. But, I mean, (laughs) we could take it a step further and try to like really organize the shoe. But we have just decided, look, here's your shoe bin. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long it takes you to dig for your shoes. That's on you. That's not your problem. Nope. Not my problem. That's their problem. I don't have a big pile of shoes that I have to dig through. Right. I have. Do you have your own shoe bins? I have a better system. I do. I I feel like I have a lot of different shoes. No, my shoes live upstairs. Yeah. The shoes I wear just come downstairs with me every day. Because we have some grown-up shoes in the shoe bin, the, like the everyday, and then everything else is like in our closets. Yeah. I think a lot of the way I function is because I'm typically up earlier than everybody that I don't want to be right. ruffling That's through nice. everything in our room. So He's I, very thoughtful. I get a bin downstairs too. Yeah, I'm a mess. I like that. I'm a mess with he the He is girls. very thoughtful when he has to leave for shift. That's and nice. we don't, yeah. Like he shaves in the girls' bathroom. So we, oh, yeah. He's, he's nice. A, he's he's a, keeper. a keeper. Oh, um, but our, I think ultimately you designate a, a specific spot for things, yeah. and if the girl, you know, if the kids know that this is where this goes, it's making their life easier. Yeah, it does. Everybody's life yep. is easier. Yeah, I like that. And just you just got to make some stylish choices in the process. Mm-hmm. All right, I think this is tip number four. I think you're right. We're back on. <laughs> we're back on the right you know, numerical order. Okay. Area rugs, let's talk about them because Joe and I might have a difference of opinion here. I believe every room needs an area rug. Joe? Oh, my holy rugs. Holy rugs, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. You do have a lot of rugs at your house. We do. 
I, but there's just it's just another way for her to get some of that color in that room. You're right. Well, yeah. it's just such an effective way to get color and texture and pattern into it. Well, and it room. cuts down on noise. It cuts. There you go. Not a problem you. at your house. Huge problem at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe every fam. I really, I mean, even if you have carpet, like Avery's room is carpeted, but we still have an area rug in there. And it's one of my favorite ones. Do you not trip on it? I, no. Okay. I feel like we do. No. We trip on our rugs just on the hardwood floor. So I don't. Maybe try picking your feet up. Well, it's just, <laughs> again, I don't know what's happening, but it, it is happening. But I feel like a lot of people with young kids think, oh, I'm going to skip the whole area rug thing because, you know, maybe they have toys that roll over it or they're afraid of drink spilling or whatever. So please don't skip an area rug. First of all, these days you can find amazing rugs that are not that expensive. We have a whole post, I think, on affordable rugs mm-hmm. that we will link to in the show notes for you. But also, y'all, indoor, outdoor rugs are amazing these days. They mm-hmm. they do not look like they're intended for the outdoors, but they're made of like polyester or polypropylene or however you say that I word. Right. That is, I mean, those are fibers that if it gets dirty, you can hose them off in your backyard and let them dry in the sun. Um, so I would say if you have young kids and you're worried about either their toys, like our girls have this little shopping cart that dear Lord, they loved to push around an indoor outdoor rug can take that no problem as well as like any spills. So I would say just be, just be smart about the rugs that you buy and really, really consider an indoor outdoor rug option. I think they tend to be a little more low profile yes, too. So yeah. less of a trip hazard. We low like that. Pi- we, we call that a low pile. Anthony's very particular about pile. It can't be too low, but it can't be too high. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe's intrigued by these um, carpet tiles. Yes, yes, I am too, Joe. I'm and with you on this. I kind of like the idea of it. Um, I, I don't... Floor, the brand is Floor, F-L-O-R. We'll link to it in the show notes for you. Yeah, but I think it's kind of cool because if you have something major happen, you can replace that tile. And, you know, like say a glass of wine or something, ink or something gets on it that's just not going to come out. Um, you can actually replace just one tile instead of a whole rug. They're carpet tile. Just can you to tell be clear. their? Can you tell their tiles? Or? You can. So they're ba- they're square carpet right. tiles. That's what I thought. It's carpet squares, I think, is what they call them. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. They're like sixteen by sixteen inches ish. So you can, like, even if you got one solid color, I feel like you can see the line of demarcation. But they kind of like it's kind of cool because you could take the same color and just change the direction of the tile and it gives it a little more interest but texture yeah but what joe's saying is you literally they secure to the floor with these adhesive dots so if you have you know you've created an area rug for yourself that's eight by ten and you get an ink spot in the middle carpet square you just pull that one up and i don't even know if joe knows this you you rinse them with water oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I thought maybe you could put them in a washing machine. No, uh, you, you're just supposed to be able to okay. just rinse them off. They have those other ones now you can put in the washing machine. Though. Okay. Oh, the ruggables. Which I'm very... Which we haven't They don't tried. come big enough for the rooms we needed because I looked at them. I'm very intrigued I'd like a runner as well. Though. That is ruggable. We will link to you those as um, that also. To be clear, we have not tried floor or ruggable, but I'm very intrigued by both, especially if we were moving into our house <laughs> Hit now. Hit us up. And what, yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> call us. Um... But if, you know, our girls were still super little now, I would be even more, or if I was getting like a puppy. I, I have would, a friend who got a ruggable when they got their puppy. That seems and very she said smart. it's amazing. The ruggable is more like, it's a solid piece of, it I don't know. It's just like a rug. It does. It looks like a rug. And it, it comes in one pattern. piece. But it also comes with a special kind of carpet mat that goes mm-hmm. under it that I think is kind of sticky. And so the the top part sticks to it. And then when you need to wash it, you literally bunch it, it up and put it in your washing machine. It's very cool. Anyway, both seem like great options. Revolutionary. We haven't tried either of them, but we've we've been tempted many times. We've, interested in both. We are very interested in both. So Definitely. if you've tried either of those, email us um, at podcast at Kaleidoscope Living and kaleidoscopeliving.com. Sorry. And let us know what you think about them because, like I said, we are we are fans from afar, but we have not pulled the trigger on either mm-hmm. yet. All right. Tip. Oh, there is another tip. Goodness. There's two more. I was full of them. <laughs> tip number full five. We kind of talked about this earlier. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm a big believer in the basic household rules. Like we have rules in our house. Coloring is for paper. I do. I say it all the time. I hand. I do hand them the stuff and say, "Where paper. may you use this? Paper. 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 No stickers on walls. Stickers are for paper. We have a lot of rules that are." Followed by the words for paper. That's fair. So I really do feel like your kids are capable of a lot more than you think they are, but you have to tell them what your expectations are. Like even our girls, we have like floor to ceiling windows and glass doors. And, you know, they would put like their hands on, like just straight up on them. Like, why? And kids I are would gross. say like, kids are gross. can you not do that? Because that makes the glass dirty. But they don't, they don't know what they don't know. You have to tell them. Yeah, they want to see that pretty bird outside. They're gonna yeah, go. They're gonna just then. Do they their, stop doing it? Smear it up. They might. Mm, I, I feel like they still do that sometimes, but they are also happy to clean the windows. So anyway, basic, yes, that's a big basic household rules. Chore. Don't underestimate what your kids are capable of. Do not assume that they are going to ruin or break everything because there's really a very good chance that if you have rules and tell them what the rules are that they are capable. I mean, accidents are going to happen for sure, but willful defiance may be a lot lower than you think it's going to be. All right. Joe, Joe's going to do tip number six because this is like his favorite thing ever. This is probably a big part More of More fun our, than rules? Uh, this has been a big part of our year, I feel like. We have been purging. Oh, it's Anthony's favorite too. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's thing. tip number six. Purge the unused kid stuff regularly and make sure that they're involved in doing it. I and agree. so when it comes time for that thing they want and that they can't find that, you can say, well, remember you got rid of that? Yes. And yeah. And so- they're involved in the decision making. They need to know that if they want new stuff, yeah, they, they need to get, get rid, rid of some old stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe like the you know, you can use age appropriate stuff if there's something that is kind of really you know too young for them. Uh, get rid of that stuff first and yes. go from there. The you know, like I said, we do have a lot of stuffy stuff around our house. Are your kids hoarders? Oh, yes. Yeah. We had a situation with one of our girls hoarding under her bed. Under her bed. Yes. Tia is Tell me so more. shocked. Yes, it was a mess. And I was on a work trip and Joe was like, oh my what gosh. What kind of stuff? What was she hoarding? Everything. <laughs> Clothes. There were. So really it was stuff she didn't want to put away. So she would, out of sight, out of mind? Papers. No, I think it was like little, what she thinks of, I think is like treasures. Like they mean something to her. Right. It to mix, look at them, it looks like trash. Yeah. I would say a mix of both because some of it was, yeah, it was stuff there that she. Because Alice does that. She's yeah. like out of sight, out of mind. Mm. I feel like there's some, some people are like, mm. it's not about the cleanliness. It's about the appearance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I understand think, that. I think I took a few pictures of this happening. <gasps> it was just funny. Like she, yeah. it was, was almost like. Was she upset like, when you found it? No, she was like, oh gosh. <laughs> she was, she wasn't upset, but it was funny because I think she realized like. She knew it was coming. The first step is to admit you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she, and then she did. And it was funny. And we just worked together. And I just, I don't know. We just took our time with it. And she slowly crawled under, you know, as she could, because she couldn't fit under the bed first. But eventually, as she got more <laughs> stuff out, she could fit under to reach more. And we that just, is, I can't believe I haven't heard this. That's amazing. I can't it believe was, you haven't either. I took some pictures. I'll have to share that. Well, that was, maybe we'll put them in the show notes for the, for the real fans. That's yeah. right. Go check them out. The other thing I want to tell you, and I, I know T and I talked about this, the conversation I find us having with our kids more often these days, they're eight now. They're a little bit more capable of like reasoning with sometimes. But the way I am trying to explain, because they both, um, are sentimental. And I'm not really super sentimental mm, when it comes you know to stuff. Tia is. Very So sentimental. what I have tried to express to our kids is when you treat everything like it is super special, nothing is actually special. When you have a gobs of stuff under your bed, that stuff is, you're not treating it like it's special. Right. So you really do have to pick and choose. And the one thing I've suggested to them, which they seem intrigued by, but I can't say they're totally sold on it yet, but I'm going to keep working on it, is if you have like a card or something, a random piece of trash that is for some reason special to you, you now have iPads. Why don't you take a picture of it that you can keep the picture, that that digital picture for as long as you want and get rid of the actual item so that you will still have a happy memory of it. Yeah, that broken ruler. You, you know, don't need the broken don't need ruler. The broken that ruler. sounds dangerous. The gem, the gem, the gem that you found. Which is a big plastic sequin. Yes. Yeah. Like maybe take a picture of it. 
anyway, it's, it's, it's a struggle. The struggle it's is a real. struggle at our house. And I have one, the little one, he is happy to, he is a giver. Oh, he would put toys in his book bag. He'd say, I want to take these to school. I don't Sweet need this anymore. Boy. He just is not attached. Whereas I would make me feel panic. I'm like, you're going to want that. You're going to want that. Don't take that. <laughs> and then he's like, oh my God, let him take it. He's getting rid of stuff. The other one is a little bit more sentimental, but mm. I've, my husband's done a very good job teaching them that you don't have to hold on to stuff, which is, I wish, right. I have a real problem. Yeah. Um, you don't, that memory is, is yours. Yeah. You don't have to have the physical thing, but that is hard to get. Sometimes I intervene yeah. and I'm like, leave them alone. Like it makes me, it gives me anxiety <laughs> when I hear him trying to like talk them into getting rid of stuff, but they handle it. I, it's, I have a hard time with it. I'm like, that is her special. Blah, 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 blah. I feel yeah. like it's easier and we have more success when it's like, let's say Christmas and their birthdays oh, yeah. happen. And we say, look, we have all these new nice things. We have got to make room for them, which means you now have to decide what that that's an easier conversation than. I mean, like Atlee has a collection of like my old business cards and I'm like, what? You don't. And she's like, that's my stuffy stuff. When she says it's her stuffy uh-huh. stuff, that means it's her important things. Yes. Right. So and we, she has a lot of it. Yeah. So it's just the same. We have a space for her to put her stuffy stuff. <laughs> and every once in a while, we need to. Yeah, clear it out. We got to clear it clear out. You got to clear out the stuffy you stuff. You want more it's stuffy like stuff, drawer. you got to get rid of some old stuffy stuff. <laughs> the junk drawer of life. Yeah. I love saying stuffy stuff. I stuffy love stuff. seeing this. My husband, a firefighter, <laughs> say the word stuffy stuff stuffy repeatedly. Stuff. <laughs> it makes me very happy. All right. Well, it's, oh, gosh, this, uh, that, that to me is like the hardest. It is. The hardest. But part. you can't let, I mean, it's true for adult stuff also. Oh, it's just you, you Marie, just, Marie Kondo is so yes, popular. You just have to regularly get rid of stuff. I've said it on this podcast before. I will say it again. A cluttered room will never be a beautiful room. It doesn't matter how hard you try. I am sorry to be the bearer of bad mm, news. It's true. You though. have to purge regularly. It feels good when you're fresh too. And, People purge the toys before they get broken. Yes. This is the problem that I see these playrooms stuffed with stuff with stuffy stuff. <laughs> and everything is like pulled broken. apart yeah. and broken. So then you're going to have to put all that in the trash when you could have sold it at a consignment yes. sale or sold it on Facebook or whatever. Or given it to somebody who or could actually use it. D- yeah, yeah, donate it, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. get rid of it before your kids trample it because they're not playing with it anymore. Agreed. Ugh. All right. All right. Oof. I feel better, guys. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move on from our tips, the mini tips Tasha just gave us, Tasha and Joe. And we're going to have our reader question. Yeah. And this one is from Instagram. And it is set. Uh, and it, the, blah, blah. the question is, I have a three-year-old boy and twin girls that will be one next month. Oh, a twin girl family. Mm-hmm. Love it already. I can't quite merge their toys because of choking hazard issues. So what's the best way to organize their toys separately? Oh, I love this question. I'm interested to hear what you say. Okay. This, well, I'm, I'm, Joe might have a different answer. This would be my tip. There is a height difference between your kids, and you're kind of lucky that there's a gender difference. So I would, my suggestion would be store your boy's toys higher in general. So if you're going to buy some sort of system, make sure his toys are at a higher level and have your girl stuff down lower. So I think um, just spatially you can, that's how I would organize it. But also, and I'm not saying, you don't have to do stereotypical colors. I'm not saying make your girl storage pink and your boy storage blue. But I do think I would use colors to my advantage. And maybe you, ch- maybe you choose blue and green. But I would say I would tell my son, who's older and a little bit better understanding. Your stuff is going to be stored in, you know, these clear containers and these blue containers. And the girl's stuff is going to be in the green, whatever, whatever system you decide. Um, Also, they have, I would, like, I'm assuming your boy, since you're worried about choking hazard, some of your boys, boys toys, that rhymes. It's almost, it's kind of hard to say, Um, are small. They have these amazing small containers at Ikea, but I'm sure you could find similar things on Amazon. We have a gajillion of them at this point. They are just like little plastic rectangle cubes, but the top hinges open. They are amazing for storing stuff and they stack neatly on top of each other. So even if your system was no more sophisticated than a shelf with these bins, um, that could work really, really well, especially for your son's toys. The bonus of it is that top hinge part is not that easy to open. So I, 
I would be, it would be hard for your girls to get into. So that's the other thing I would consider. Like your girls stuff, they're littler. It needs to, I would think more bins for them. Like they can just, it's open and they can reach in and grab it. But your son's a little bit older and he can now, he's coordinated enough to like open things. So I would make sure his have lids that maybe are, make it harder for your little girls to get their hands on. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, that is going to be tough because you have, you Y'all know, didn't live through this. No, yeah, no we only we had the twins. We lived yeah. through this. Yeah. And that you probably have good tips. I'm, Ooh, I'm thinking yeah. like your three-year-old is he's still young and he can't probably, you know, he, it's like we're talking about teaching our eight-year-olds, but there's, you know, make sure their stuff's cleaned up. And I feel like we've done a good job over the years. It's not like this is a brand new thing. Tight chip. <laughs> yes. But so, but a three-year-old is tough. And, and so, but it's probably important though, that you really try and incorporate that now. And obviously there's probably going to be a lot of supervision involved in, on, in all that. But yeah, I guess I would say that's going to be a big part of it. You know, and like Tasha was saying, the bins, probably bins that have latches of some kind that can. For the older. Yeah. The choking hazard toys. Yeah. yeah. And so stuff like that. And, and the designated area, like she said, would be, would be big too. Because. Yeah. Safety has no holiday. That's oh, right. That's another one of our family mottos. But what, but you lived through it. Yeah, so, so we lived through it. And we don't have a, as everybody knows, we don't have a playroom because uh-huh. we live in this little house. So when um, my little boy was finally mobile enough that he was, like, getting his own toys and, you know, once they get past that mm-hmm. baby blob stage, sort of probably where this mom is. <laughs> baby um, blob. We made Alice move all of her chokeable toys Into to her, her room. room. And that was just where she had to play with small stuff. And honestly, well, it that. was. Um, I wouldn't have even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it was well amazing. Because she could have, we could close her door. He could, yeah. Well, it was gated. So he couldn't go it. onto that half of the house. <laughs> the dog and the baby couldn't. <laughs> and so um, she could do whatever she wanted in her room. And that was our first step of getting toys out of our living space. Ah. We're big go play in your room people because, mm. you know, I don't want to see. I want to see. The, I don't want to see the. I don't want to see the fun. I don't want to hear the fun. Get to your rooms. Um, but, and so that's, yeah, so we just have a little tiny bit of toys left out. But we also had our space in the kitchen where my desk is now. Yes. Now, it's funny. It was, a, that was a play area mm-hmm. for a while where we Ooh, could. Yeah, that makes sense. It was been an art area, a play area. Before kids, it was a bar. <laughs> that's I gone. Mean, that's gone now. Nah. And now it's my work area. But I think just keeping them separate because I feel like the older one needs their own space. Actually, I think that's a great tip. Like, I was picturing, like, a, like a playroom. Yeah, or, so or a carved out area. But actually, yeah, that's a far more practical tip is, you know, if you're okay with it and assuming they don't share a room, maybe the solution is for the choking hazard toys to just yeah. get them to your son's room. Well done to you. Yeah. Good anyway. Job. All the beads. Thank you so much for the question. Um, I could not determine your name from your Instagram handle, but I did screenshot it so I can reach out to you so that we can <laughs> send you your free copy of Designer in a Binder for submitting a question. Thank you so much. All right. That was a good one. I like that. And so now we have gotten all this great information. And if you want to keep getting great information from us, remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you ever want to get in touch with us, um, you can email us again at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. Yeah. And I love, I, I regularly listen to the Young House Love podcast. I love it. And one of the things that I see a lot of is their listeners share what they do while they listen. And since it's also oh, like, that's fun. it is so fun. Since it's also, you know, a DIY type podcast, they get a lot that are like, you know, I just painted this room and binged listen to the podcast while and they submit pictures and I've decided it would be super fun if you want to share with us what you do while you listen and if you tag us especially on Instagram we will very likely reshare it so very fun let's do that tell us what you're doing while you're listening and unless you're taking a bath I do not want a picture of that but if you're (laughs) painting or cooking or whatever share it with us awesome all right everybody have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week Same time, same place. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.